Now on to our listeners. T3 understands what took place. The night you started listening to wrestling podcasts, you got down on your knees, put your little hands together and said a prayer and it sounded like this. Oh dear God, you see my name's Billy and I just love wrestling podcasts, but there's just one problem. They all absolutely suck. And then at that point, Billy, your house started to shake, the heavens opened up, and God himself spoke to you and said, Bob, but my name's really, it doesn't matter what your name is. You are absolutely right, they do suck. But there is one thing, and one thing only that you can do. You must go find the show that is simply electrifying. You must go find Take Two Takedown. Oh, but God, anybody but take... Know your role and shut your mouth. And then as fear went through your body, tears went down your cheek and piss rolled down your leg. Your house started to shake, the clouds parted and the heavens opened. And what seemed like millions and millions of voices said to you in unison, Jabroni, if you smell what T3 is cooking... John, I'm here with my buddy Craig. And Craig, how pumped are you? How excited are you? How wild and riled up are you for the new change in wrestling coming our way? There is Wait, so no, much. No, there is no what? excitement going on in you. Would you, would there you is listen? So listen. much. It's called build up. It's called build up. Because there what is. is who's s- Bill and why are we looking him up? So much wrestling. Oh, you had a leak there. So much wrestling that is coming on now because they are now also switched NXT UK to Thursday. And if they still keep 205 live, which they are now for at least, that means you have wrestling Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Every day of the week. Well, even without 205 on Tuesday, you still have Impact Wrestling. Oh, wait, you're right. Oh. For now, you have Impact Wrestling on Tuesday nights. Right, right. But... Does anyone watch Impact? I, I haven't, like, ever. No. No. Anyway, no. so, but mm-hmm. tell me, how excited are you with the, the new upcoming? We have the season premiere of Raw. We have the uh, new network debut of SmackDown. We have AEW coming out. We have NXT. Like you said, we have NXT UK on Thursdays. I'm like... TV divorce from my wife. We don't watch TV together anymore because all I do is watch wrestling. No, that's pretty much what our lives are dedicated to now is watching wrestling at minimum five days a week. And since most of the time we end up falling asleep through Raw, it's probably going to be six days a week. It's it's so much wrestling to cover. And, you know, now that you have now two things that are going to be on Wednesday and they're both coming out strong with NXT's first two-hour USA solo episode that they're having, like, multiple belt matches on. And then you have AEW's, as you mentioned, AEW Dynamite's premiere episode, belt matches on, multiple matches everybody's been asking for. It's, it's going to be so good, at least for, like, two weeks before we just get so burned out. All right. Well, before we get into the good, the bad, and the ugly, why don't you give our little uh, super hot show promo? Our super, super hot show promo is that Take-Two Takedown is amazing. 
And not only is it fun for you to listen to right now in your ear holes, but you also have the fact that you can follow us anytime you want. Triple teabag at gmail.com is where you can send letters. At Take Two Takedown is where you can follow us on Twitter. You can call us at 434-602-1931 and leave us voicemails or send us text messages. And as we all live and embrace this new utopia of wrestling, I would dare to say, and wrestling fandom. I think you're going... I'm I'm on a different trail than you are, but finish your promo and then uh, I'll get into the realism of it. Oh, why why do you have to bring... But anyway, if you want to talk about how fun this is going to be and how everything is going out and how NXT's new premiere does and how AEW Dynamite does and how SmackDown's premiere on Friday does, please contact us. We love to interact with our fans. It's how we have some of our best interactions on Twitter is having these discussions, having these, you know, excitement battles, having these arguments even with our fans. Be sure to follow us on at Take Two Takedown because we want you to. Boom. All right, are you done? I'm done. I'm done. All right, let me let me uh, throw some realism on your sunshine parade oh, here, buddy. Why do you? Why? I don't. Um, why? Because I'm I'm a uh, I'm older. That's true. And us old people, as we get older, we get more crotchety. You are just a grumpy. Right grumpy now, old I'm man. at a thirty. I'm at a thirty-seven percent crotchety old man. Ooh, that is that is rough. Yeah. Well, all right. So let me put a little uh, perspective in this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. WWE, like any big corporation, is trying to smother the market. Yes. If I put all my product on, I might be able to stomp out this little AEW thing. Right. Um, right. I think oversaturation of a mediocre product is a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Why don't you mm-hmm. put the effort into making the product you have better and then expand. Yeah. Uh, you know, the the flip side of it is, is WWE, I appreciate what you've done with NXT for the last two Wednesdays, and you've built it up where now I have to make the choice between NXT and AEW. But what I really hated at the end of NXT, especially on the USA uh, network when it went off after the hour, is you've got Triple H in the middle of the crowd going, we are NXT. And then... On the flip side, you've got Cody Rhodes and all the other AEW boys throwing out there, you know, part, they have like hashtag uh, AEW for life or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. Mm -hmm. Here's my thing with all of this. Is there really truly brand loyalty or should we be loyal to the wrestler? No, that that is a good point because you also get into the fact that I have all of this excitement and I will admit I have brand loyalty to NXT, but that doesn't mean I have loyalty to WWE. Look, I want, I, I, even though we diss on them and we get upset with them and all that, you and I have religiously watched every uh, WWE product true. for the last three and a half years, religiously, every night. And if we yeah, don't catch true. it that night live, we catch back up on that's, it. That's so true. So are we loyal to WWE? The flip side of it is, is... You know, with AEW coming out, we've watched all of those. We watched, you know, Being the Elite on YouTube. We've watched Cody Rhodes, the Young Bucks channel. We watched Kenny Omega. We watch all of that, too. I, I think what we have here is, in my opinion, it doesn't have to be an AEW or a WWE thing. Um, you know, I'm looking at it like, I like Luchasaurus. He's one of my favorite wrestlers right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. 
he happens to be on AEW. So I'm going to watch AEW to see Luchasaurus. Um, if he got picked up by WWE, I'll watch him over there. You know, it, I equate it to the NFL. I'm a big Baltimore Ravens fan. I'm loyal to that team because that's my home team. Um, however, I'm a big Terrell Suggs fan. And now that Terrell Suggs has left the Ravens and gone to the Cardinals, I watch him when he plays on the Cardinals team. I wish him well. I want to see him do well. You know what I mean? I, I, I mean, I, I, do. I, I don't I get what understand. You're like, I don't understand. You know, it's like, let's take it back to a take two reference. It's like watching Batman. We all argue about who's your favorite Batman. Is it Keaton? Is it Bale? Is it a Kilmer? Is it a Clooney? You know, we all argue that, right? True. However, however, we still love Batman. So we still love wrestling, no matter what characters are playing in it. I I give you that. I give you that. But I still think, but it's not that... I mean, we even talked about it. I love wrestling. You love wrestling. We don't watch Impact. Is that because the wrestlers are not good on it? Or is that because we have no interest in that product based on the company that it is? I think it's both. I think some of the wrestlers are probably talented, but we don't watch that product, one, because it's difficult for me to get. Mm, and true. two, two, because the product they're putting out isn't that good. Yeah, but neither is double. There's been times where WWE is not that good, and we still continue to watch it. And we've had episode upon episode about how shitty the last week's episode was, and yet next the next week we still watched it. You make a totally solid point, but that's because that's all there is. It's kind of like the cars in Russia are crap, but they're the only cars in Russia. True, I'll give you that. So WWE is basically the Russian car. Yeah, that hopefully will get better. And then AEW is like somebody coming in all of a sudden with, uh, you know, a Porsche. And we're like, ooh, what's that fancy new thing? Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I gotcha. I gotcha. I don't know. I, I bring it all up because, you know, in talking to some of our fans and our friends and, you know, our other buddies that are into wrestling and all that, it's the big question right now because AEW's coming out, going head-to-head against NXT and everybody's like, oh, AEW's going to crush them. And it's like, well, why? Why can't we just enjoy two products? Right, and I agree. And I think that's sort of the problem I think a lot of people are not realizing is this is not Monday Night Wars. This is not one has to decide what to watch. Whatever I watch on Wednesday, I'm watching the next thing on Thursday. Right. Whatever the, it with is. The advent of the DVR and yeah. instant playback. Exactly. I can, if I want to see the ma- if AEW's got something I want to see that week, I'll watch AEW and watch NXT the next day. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And flip it for whatever. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm not worried about it. the The big thing that I'm worried about is 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 WWE trying to saturate the market so much that it's going to kill interest in the product as it is. It's kind of like. If I take these Porsches and I'm like, okay, Russian cars, here's all these Porsches. And now everybody's like, well, I can get a Porsche and I can get it easily. And it's not got that, you know, marketability and that want or desire behind it. Who cares? Yeah, because, I mean, you are having right now, I think especially Fox is going 
way too extreme with pushing the SmackDown. I mean, they've got Bobby Lashley has been on local news here in the D.C. area pushing it and local commercials for their news channel. They have the new Masked Singer, which I don't know if you've watched the season premiere, but they have a new... I didn't even know it premiered. They, no, it, I did watch it. Of course it. you did. But they have the new thing at the, at the end where two people go against each other in a SmackDown, and they call it a SmackDown, and then they promote a little thing in the corner that says SmackDown premiering on Fox October 4th. So, like, they, Fox is pushing hard for people to watch SmackDown. And but look at, is it going, look at like you said, is it going to be too much? Is it going to be, are there going to be people who are like, this is ridiculous. I'm sick of the, all these promos. I don't want to see this now. Look at the investment Fox has put into the product. True. So, true. I, I mean, a billion dollars is like a lot of money, yeah. You, you put your money where your mouth is, and now you got to put your mouth where your money is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, uh, you know... I don't fault Fox in doing it. Plus, I got to say, I kind of love Fox promo commercials for this thing. Yeah. Nothing gets me worked up when the waiter drops the tray and Stone Cold in a nice low voice goes, oh, hell yeah. Oh, and yeah. That, that is, I'm like, I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah, I'm, of course. I'm, I'm actually looking forward to seeing how Fox makes this product better. I, I agree. So, I mean, they've already done a lot of things. Um, have you seen the stuff about the commentary changes that they have now announced? Yeah, for the various shows. coming out. Yeah, so they got Raw now will be uh, Vic Joseph, who does 205 Live. I think he's very good on that. And he's been on I Raw agree. once or twice, you know, for during, you know, when Cole's been sick or out or something like that. Uh, Dio Madden. With Carmella. Right, exactly. Dio Madden. Who, I don't know who that is. Do you know who that is? Somebody mm, named Dio Madden. No. Um, and then Jerry the King Lawler coming back to Raw. So for how long until he has another heart attack? Probably, probably. Hopefully, live on air because that was very exciting. Um, NXT is staying the same with Beth Phoenix and uh, Nigel McGuinness and all them. And then I like Beth Phoenix. I, I think I she's do. decent. I think she's decent. I think she she does need a little bit of work, um, but I think she's good. She's a she's a voice they need on there. I think as someone you know, Nigel McGuinness I think actually is very good. Um, I like him on there a lot. I think he brings a lot to commentary, you know, just speaking of his past experience and everything. Um, and then SmackDown's going to be Cole, Corey Graves, and Renee Young. So they're taking the whole Raw team and bringing them to SmackDown because Fox is putting that money up for it. So, Well, Renee Young is also going to get that show on FS1 Sports. Yeah, exactly. Weekly wrap-up. And then... Um and they're talking what uh, Booker T to co-host with her on yeah, the show. Yeah, yeah, which I I am totally on board with. I'm totally okay with that. Yeah, I I have no problem with that. No, no. Why would you? Why would you? Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. Um, but it's a lot. It, it's it's we're obviously going to cover it all. We're obviously going to watch everything and talk about everything. It's just it's a lot to handle. And I do see at some point, you're right, there is going to be an oversaturation when somebody realizes they're spending, you know, I mean, if you look conservatively, two hours each episode, you know, so that's four, six, I mean, you're talking almost 10 hours of wrestling a week you're watching. That's a lot Mm -hmm. of wrestling. Like, even for us, that's a lot of TV to watch. So, you might have the burnout. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. I don't know. I don't know. I think... I think me personally going into it, um, I am, for at least the first, like you and I have always said, we'll always get something three episodes. Mm-hmm. For the first three weeks, I am going to actively and aggressively watch as much wrestling as I can. 
Agreed. I'll give it three weeks. And at the end of three weeks, I'm going to reevaluate and see how I want to break it up. But I honestly see um, I'll watch Raw live because it's Monday night. Yeah, yeah. Um, between AEW and NXT, I'll probably pick which one I think will have the better matches and watch that and then watch the next one another day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I will probably aggressively flip between the two during commercial breaks. Um, and then Friday, if, you know, because I am a 48 year old man and I have no other life, I'll probably watch SmackDown whenever I'm home, which will probably be 99.9% of the time. Also agree. Yeah. No life. But, um, Mm -hmm. then you and I have to figure in, uh, you know, pay-per-views. There's probably going to be one a month from WWE. Mm -hmm. There's probably going to be one a month from AEW and we're probably going to get the one every three months, a takeover from NXT. So in those months, we're going to have a lot more to cover. And you know what this means for you, me and El Jefe, the refe, Mm -hmm. who, by the way, Jefe is still dadding it up being super dad with little Lucci. Yes, he is. is. uh, We can't fault him for wish him well, Mm -hmm. but, uh, good news fans of Jefe, the refe, he, uh, will most likely be back. In a week or two, yeah, exactly. And uh, which Back is on the good show news where he belongs. I, Craig, I'm I'm gonna let you in on a little something. Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna shut down the machine again. I'm gonna take a little me time. I'm gonna reimagine the demigod that I am. Um, I am going on a Mediterranean tour oh with Mrs. Demigod. Oh my goodness! So the month of November, you will all be thankful that I'm giving you the opportunity to enjoy Hefe the Refe and Craig the Machine uh, for the whole month of November. I mean, do you like being this bougie? Is that like what you enjoy now? Well, I mean... Month-long Mediterranean cruises, pedicures. Yeah, I'm I'm pedicuring, world-traveling, cruising, bruising, dining, whining. It's hard keeping these synthetic leathers down. (laughs) Oh, I was hoping you were going to go with Crocs reference on that, but synthetic leather works. Oh, I should have gone with the rubber Crocs. That would have been better. It mm. would have been a more up-to-date and bio-friendly, a la Daniel Bryan, uh, you know, Ric Flair kind of kind of feel. Oh, well. Mm. I'll work on it more. But, yep, just want to let everybody know, come November, I'm taking another uh, two, three-week vacation, and um, I'm... I'm going to take a break from wrestling. I need a little shutdown me time, as we were just talking about. So. I, can, I can understand that, and I'm glad that you'll at least give it the month until you get to that uh, shutdown time. And I will say, speaking of re- the Jeff the Ref returning, you know, you going out of the country for a little while, uh, there is talk. We're trying to get with them, but uh, f- big fan of the show, uh, part of our Pick'em Challenge, uh, Shy the Pancake from Friday Night Movie, is going to AEW live this coming Wednesday in D.C. So if we can get so, together with him, we're going to try and get him on the show so we can get a live perspective of what it was like being at that show. Is that for whom the bell tolls? It is. For the bell it ringing is. in the I background think, is rings that the, for Shy. It rings for Shy. He is basically our undertaker. Yes. Mm-hmm. Pancake for the table has risen from the dead. <laughs> we're going to try to get him to do a guest commentary on his live reaction to the show yes yes fingers crossed fingers 
cross that he oh will return God, for us. Oh my God, guy, we don't need to know you're still here. Quit ringing the bell. He wants to make sure everybody knows. He needs his presence told. Oh, what a ding dong. Get it? <laughs> you, you said, <laughs> you said ding dong, ding dong. I said ding dong because the bells keep ringing. The bells keep ringing. Oh. Uh, what? Ma, I don't even know what she's doing back there. It's only 7 o'clock. We've had 17 rings. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, Shy I think we're done. Count. I think we're done. I think we're done. Shy can't count. Now, after that very intelligent discussion, should we move on to our mailbag segment, John? Oh, even more intelligent stuff to talk even about. Even more yeah, intelligent stuff to talk about. Our mailbox. All right, our triple teabag again. What's all up in your box? Today? You can you can teabag us anytime you want. Triple teabag at gmail.com. Send us all of your questions. We will always answer the best one of the week. And this week we have a letter from Sean in Sandusky. That's just a Ooh. nice alliteration. I like that. I like that one too. It's just uh, didn't know we had fans in Sandusky. Neither did I. Neither did I. But Sean says, "Hello, T3 boys." Big fan of the show and obviously a big fan of wrestling. With all of this wrestling content that is coming on in the next few weeks, including a Hell in the Cell pay-per-view, including a Saudi pay-per-view at the end of the month, we need to get back to what T3 knows best. What is a good snack choice for me to have to snack on during the week that's not too bad for you, but also tastes delicious that I can watch and eat? For 10 hours of wrestling a week. Ooh. This is a uh, deep and insightful question, it Sean. Is, it and, is. Uh, it is what we do best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is one what we that, do best. One that I think we need to give a lot of weight and consideration to. Mm-hmm. So we're mm-hmm. looking for, in all honesty, the next couple of weeks, a standby go-to snack that isn't too bad for you. And you can enjoy on the regular because you're going to probably be eating it every night. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Now, I My, will s- go, I, uh, go first before I hit into mine because I, got some, uh, I okay. got some ideas. Well, I mean, just going off the top of my head, Sean, here's the thing. I'm thinking of something that I can readily avail myself to, uh, maybe grab on the bathroom breaks. Uh, but, I mean, first thoughts, I'm looking at some sort of pretzel. Pretzels Maybe a popcorn. The problem I have with popcorn <laughs> is then you spend the rest of the hour picking kernels out of your teeth. Also true, but is that a good activity to keep you awake when the wrestling may uh, dwindle a little bit? I don't know, but then you also have to think about the drink-to-snack consumption ratio, that mm-hmm. if I'm having popcorn and picking stuff out of my teeth, do I need to get up to refill? Yeah, true. So you got to think that. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. I'm going to throw the other option out there is... I'm assuming you're watching wrestling after dinner. How full are you? Is this like a dessert snack time? True. Is true, this a true. is this a go to like Friday nights? I might just not have dinner and just you know have a uh, tapas plate as mm-hmm. I'm watching my wrestling mm-hmm. because I am bougie like that. I I do pedicures, world travel, and I have tapas during wrestling. Right. Uh, tapas I mean, is a fancy way of saying appetizers or snacks. Right. I mean, you're known for your charcuterie plates. Like that's what I do John love is a good charcuterie for. plate. Right, right. Exactly. A good meat and cheese plate with a little fruit on the side. Mm, delicious. 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 Um, yeah, so with that in mind, do we go like a pizza roll? Mm, mm-hmm. Almost a, a mealy snack. Like one that could, if it, you eat enough of them, it becomes a meal. 
do I get with the legend killer who, by the way, wanted me to remind everybody, uh, although he hasn't done well in the pickums lately, he is still the reigning defending champion of the T3 Pick'em League. That's right. At 13 years old, he's having a birthday soon. At 13 years old, he wanted me to let every one of you know that he thinks, and I quote, you're dummy heads, and he's just making you feel better because he's going to make a big comeback. So watch out. Um, I don't know who's in the lead of our pick'em pool right now. I don't know. I just know I, I hate your kid. I know that. Is that okay for me to say? Like, oh, I'm just saying. He mm-hmm. called. The, he changed his name from the maniac to the legend killer when he destroyed all of us in the pick'em pool. True. True. Mm-hmm. So to our friends in it, Shy uh, from Friday Night Movie Podcast, the TWL guys, the Wrestling Life guys, and uh, Alleged Wrestling Podcast, uh, you're grown-ass adults. Right, and Ooh. a 13-year-old destroyed you. Yeah, I mean, I'm not including myself in that mix because, I mean, no. he's my child prodigy. Right, right. So, in, in essence, you won as well. Well, I feel like a winner. Right, it's basically like when Charlotte Flair wins the belt. It's because of Ric Flair. Yeah, so, so I would be the mm-hmm. Rick to his Charlotte. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, with yeah, that being yeah, said, mm-hmm. I just wanted to, you know, give him the props he deserves as the champion. Um but I don't know, dude. Going back to the snack conversation, I'm probably going to have to go with some sort of chip. Most likely a pretzel. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what I do like about the pretzel is I can have different style pretzel. That is true. That's true. You can even go for the bigger sourdough kind of pretzels and maybe even have like a, a spicy brown mustard for a dipping sauce. Because I'm a big fan of that. Yeah. So I, I am going to say, although I do like the sauces, I do enjoy that. It, it, it also depends on where I'm at. Like mm-hmm. if I'm in my living room, I know, you know, I'll wear the dirty wrestling shirts that I can drop the sauce on. Right. That's usually a pay-per-view shirt for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. You know? Agreed. So, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. We're Take us home, buddy. Give us the insight of a true snacker. Now, see, for me personally, I think there's there's two ways to look on look at it. Like you said, it's sort of the not the time commitment, but what you want to put into it. You can go for the easy. Let me just grab it and bring it right back to the living room. You know, in between a match kind of thing. And for that, I go for usually more of like a. I'm a big trail mix fan, so I like the trail mixes. I know I just sent you in a. Jeff the Ref, some uh, nice flavor Archer Farms trail mixes that the lovely wife of mine picked up Target uh, recently. I know. Um, so I plan to be eating some of those. I think that's a good grab. But if you, if you got some time, if you're willing to put a commercial break into it and really work on something, I'm, I'm going to throw something out that I feel uh, is loved by children but often forgotten about as adults and I still think is delicious. And that's the good after school snack standby of celery with some peanut butter in it no i no, gotta disagree too much crunch i love it what, what do you mean too right. much crunch how is there anything such as a too much crunch in a delicious snack but i mean like celery and peanut butter is delicious and it you're is. right we should revisit it as adults because it's a great source of protein yep low calorie yep uh, mm-hmm. the only thing you're, you're getting some really good fats in there mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but hear me out man if i'm watching and i'm involved i got crunch going on and it's like as i'm trying to watch the show 
And we all know that we have to hear Corey and or Renee bicker with each other the whole entire show. That is true. That is true. Um, Let me go off on a sidebar. Oh, please do. We talked about the new announced cast and Mm -hmm. all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I will say one of the things I like about AEW and I'm, I'm totally taking Jim Ross out of the mix. I just think he's an old drunk who has no idea what he's doing. Oh, yeah. yeah and they just don't have the heart to fire him. Yes, 100%. But um, when I first heard Excalibur on AEW, I was wondering why. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now that I've heard him call uh, a couple of the big shows and like I'm getting the feel, like he gets it. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I want no, I'm not gonna lie. I do to have some personality. I want him to have some personality, and you know, I chuckle and I laugh when Renee and Corey go at it. Um, I chuckle and I laugh when Jerry the King Lawler goes off on some you know puppies rant. Right, right. But end all be all is this: like Excalibur, I think is the best announcer right now, outside of what's his name from NXT, the guy that's just like super excited about everything. Oh, uh, Morado. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love him too. Yes, but yes. both of them, both of them are prime examples of what they should be. One, they are genuinely excited and invested in the product, and they can need to make a match probably nobody cares about, i.e., Dakota Kai coming back. Yes, uh, mm-hmm. sound exciting. Um, and they drive the story forward. They give you some information that makes you feel like we really are getting some cool insight on things, and it just it really get you as the watcher the viewer involved but they don't overpower it where it's about excalibur it's now excalibur is making the story better yeah so i want to give props to them because i mean it's really something for for somebody to do that now i agree because i think that i mean there's plenty of people there's always talk on twitter about it me you and jeff always talk about it like there are times and and we love Corey and we love renee and stuff like that and i do think they're very good what, what are you opening now? What are you opening now? Nothing. Keep going. Keep talking. <laughs> you there, love Corey. You love Renee. There are Keep times talking. where I don't feel that they've pushed the storyline. Like, they don't even know what they're supposed to be doing. Do you, you see how a crunchy snack can be annoying when you're trying to listen to somebody? No, it's annoying when you're trying to talk, but not when you're watching TV. No, no, you, keep, uh, keep talking. You Neanderthal. Our fans are really enjoying listening to me chew. With your mouth open like a freaking cow is probably oh, one no, of the issues. No, 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 mm-hmm. Because I am a classy gentleman. My mouth was closed. I mm-hmm. had a napkin in don't, my lap. And uh, no elbows on the table, my friend. Don't, don't lie to our listeners. Don't lie. So... I I derailed you for the simple fact that I proved my point. No, you didn't prove anything. You proved you're a heathen. I th- That's what you proved. I think we both have overlooked the power of the donut. <sighs> the donut is a good thing. I mean, I think I do feel like Friday nights is pretty much just going to become pizza night at my house because I think it's going to be pizza. Isn't that glorious? It's Remember going to be a kid. Yeah, it's just going to be pizza and SmackDown every Friday night. Like, that sounds amazing to me already, and it's it's a week away. I know. I'm kind of looking forward to it now. It might be pizza and wrestling night for me, too. Mm-hmm. 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 I think so. I think so. Sean, look at what you Pandora's box you've opened. You've opened so much, so much uh, love, appreciation, and, uh, you know, gluttony. So, Craig, I, I yes. got to say it, man. 
Yes. We opened the show up with a heated conversation about what's to come. Right. right. Uh, Sean drives us into a heated conversation about snackage and uh, the power of deliciousness. Yes. Yes. Should we get into the fluff? Should we start getting into the actual part of the show where people are like, ah, oh, they do have to talk about that, don't they? Uh, I, I guess so. I mean, there's no way to not avoid it. I think we may do a truncated recap, as I think going forward with this multiple hours of wrestling that we will have to discuss weekly, I think there's going to be a lot of truncated descriptions of what happened. Uh, uh, well, It's just going to have to be nature of the beast. We have agreed. We, we've agreed, and, and we started doing it a while ago on our show, that if you're listening to us, obviously you watch. Yeah. If you're listening to us to get a recap of what had happened, mm, you're just going to get our opinions on what had happened. Agreed. And Agreed. especially now that we have so much more product out there, it's just going to be a more opinionated show. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, as innovators of this whole, I don't, podcast medium, I mean, because we're at the forefront of it, let's forefront. be honest. Forefront. Mm-hmm. I mean, front runners, like champions of the cause. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, we, we no ushered in everybody else. Anybody should listen. No, yeah. no, not at all. Not, I mean, ex- no, ex- no, 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 yeah, no, none. Um, I do have to ask, though, before we even discuss the fluff that is raw, how do yeah. you, I don't understand how you have a season finale and a season premiere for a season that never ends. Well, I think they are trying to give you that feel and that flavor of we're all new. Right, I'll and give you that. Because remember, remember, they're going to do the, the big World Smackdown shakeup. Yes, that is true, that is true. With some call-ups from NXT. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get a, a big shakeup on the WWE. Speaking and that's right, which, that's what, the week after Hell in the Cell, I believe? Yeah. Because like, it starts on SmackDown, ends on Raw, I think is how they're doing it. So I think it's that Friday after Hell in a Cell and then the Monday. Yeah. I mean, you're at, yeah. But, I mean, here's the thing. We, we wanted to get Jeff on, and we tried, but we understand Daddy Duty is, is just that, a lot of duty. Um, see what I did there? I see that. It was nice. It was nice. Okay. Um, anyway... We were going to be like, who should go to Raw, who should go to SmackDown? Seeing as SmackDown is now your flagship show, who goes from SmackDown and steps down to Raw, and who steps up from Raw to mm-hmm. SmackDown? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, does this make the universal belt less than the heavyweight belt? Because, I mean, you're not going to take the red belt off the red show and put it on the blue show. Correct, correct. Mm-hmm. I still, still, to this day, and we've been talking about it since I think we've had a podcast, feel there are too many belts. Yes. And you can have, you know, belt contenders from both shows going for one belt, Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. I think would be completely better because that will allow you to develop storylines on both sides and then tie them together for the big shows. Well, and it gives you that crossover you want. I mean, they want people that don't normally or haven't been watching USA Wrestling to see it on SmackDown and want to watch Raw on Monday. And the only way you do that is crossover for storylines, for wrestlers, for all that. I don't know, but that's just you and me thinking, and, and we're just dumb fans. We are just dumb fans. But, um, yeah, 
I don't mm. know, buddy. Um, anyway, what do you what do you feel were some highlights from Raw? What were some things you actually did enjoy? I mean, beside, I think we got to go with the obvious. We love the Fiend. We love Firefly Funhouse. Like everything that yeah, happens I mean, there is and, and amazing. Speaking of the Fiend, he's he's the hottest commodity in the WWE right now. Yes, and yes. and I can see why. He is the only character that has flavor. Mm-hmm. He's the only character that has a little something different. Although it's the same that we've seen, he's just presenting it a little new, and. But here's my thing, and, and let's get into The Fiend real quick. My problem with this is, okay, he's contending with Seth Rollins for the belt at Hell in the Cell. Right. You have two options here. The Fiend wins, and now you have a belt on him. Does that take away from the mystique and the awe that is The Fiend just kind of popping up and being the scary thing here and there? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, or does he lose to Seth, and that takes away all the power of The Fiend? I think what we're seeing, what we should see here is some fuck finish where, you know, the Fiend uh, Undertaker comes out or, you know, Seth Rollins uh, gets jumped by Brock Lesnar or something where it's just it doesn't take anything away from the Fiend. Fiend doesn't go with the belt because I think once you put a belt on the Fiend, you have him get beat or anything else. You take away all of that mystique. Exactly. I was thinking about all the characters Bray Wyatt has been. You know, as soon as they put a belt on Bray Wyatt and people started being fans of his and not afraid of him, the character went away. Yeah. And that's what's going to happen with The Fiend. Mm -hmm. And I Mm -hmm. think, you know, with WWE using The Fiend as its flagship character right now, I, I really worry about Hell in a Cell. So, you know, when we get closer to the predictions there, I'm going to say... You're having the fiend come out and kill everybody. Like he killed Strowman this week. Exactly, exactly. Which is huge. So huge. So you're saying that the man who beat Brock Lesnar, Braun Strowman, Seth Rollins, this guy beats these heavy monsters, and now you're selling to me that he's afraid of the fiend, and the fiend can also come out and kill Braun Strowman after Rollins has been beating him up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But so you're you're giving me all of that. And I just, if you don't play the theme delicately here, you're not going to have it for the long run. And I think that would be a mistake. I, I agree. I think that there's no way to come out with a clean finish, like you said, for this one. You can't have Rollins win and the Fiend lose, because then he loses everything, and you can't have the Fiend win, because once you get the belt on him, it's it's just not as good. He's You don't have somebody like this who comes out at the end of a show, at the beginning of a show, lights go out, destroy somebody, be a belt holder, because That's what I'm saying. it doesn't the make sense. Should, it doesn't work. The Fiend should never have a belt. He should be that consummate killer where you don't know where he's going to show up, who he's going to target, what's going to happen. There should never be a belt contention in him. It should always be him as just this unknown force that just makes its way through the WWE and kills everything. That way you can have him play through SmackDown. You can have him play through Raw. You can even let somebody get an upper hand on him but not get the pin. There should never be a pin finish with The Fiend if you want to keep him strong. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. There, there's One no way, way for that other. to happen. He should never pin anybody. No. You know, no. if he's in an actual wrestling match, something should happen where he can get out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and I think that so, there, and we don't know, we, we, we talked about it, I know, when we had uh, the first premiere of Firefly Funhouse, The Fiend showing up and stuff like that. 
I, I think there is an opportunity for them to do Bray Wyatt versus people and Fiend versus people and have it be different. Well, um, I mean, but I don't know if they're going to go with go, that. I was going to say, do you go the line of like Finn Balor? Right. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm where, I mean, you could you could walk that rope, which is fine. Mm-hmm. I think Bray has the talent to make it. I mean, although it's the exact same kind of feel, it, it's enough that he can make it different. Um, but with that being said, uh, you know, I, I can see like you have Bray come out and be like, yeah, I'll wrestle you and, and what have you. And then that can build tension between him and that wrestler so that the fiend can have a program with them. Yep. Yep. But you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about fire by Funhouse a little bit. With the uh, Do you the sharing is caring, John. Sharing it is. is caring. So we break our toys in half, and you each get half. Mm-hmm. I love the story of Solomon and the baby. Yes, yeah. Look at that biblical references all around the show. I'm very, I'm very, very theological. Very um, theological. The question has come out, has been posed to me by uh, my friend Jaron. He's like, "Do you think the puppets in the playhouse are there of their own free will?" I'm like, what the hell do you mean? They're just puppets. He's like, no. Are they prisoners there? Are they being held captive? Are they hostage? Mm. Or mm. or are they truly his friends and they come and go and they like to hang out at this clubhouse? And I'm like, you know, I never thought of it that way. Um, I'm probably going to have to go hostages. Hostages is a good choice. You could also for they're not even there at all. That's all. Oh, they're all his, in his head. They're all in his head. And that's just different parts of himself speaking to himself. Well, I mean, you have Huskus the pig, which is which him, is him. As, uh, as Husky uh, Husker mm-hmm. or whatever his right. name was when he first came in the NXT. Husky Harris, Texas. I believe it was. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. Husky Harris. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And you have, uh, what's the doll's name? Right, you've the, got the, the witch, who's basically the Sister witch, Abigail. Is, yeah. Mm-hmm. You have the rabbit. You have uh, Vince. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think the rabbit is his conscious. I mean, we can get deep into the Firefly Funhouse. We can get deep into this. And I think the beauty is that Bray Wyatt wants people to get deep into this. He loves this stuff because he got deep into this. I mean, we've talked about before that this is a, a nugget of something he put out on a random video promo years ago and has now turned into a character. Like, this is what he does. He makes these Easter egg things for us to be able to figure out. We're still trying to figure out what 1119 is. We all just assume that's the Undertaker thing. But he hasn't but, fought the Undertaker yet. He hasn't met him. Who I, knows? I'm just saying. I think that's going to be some Saudi money right there. That would make sense. That would make sense. Now, uh, would Saudis be okay with that? Is that is that a thing that's allowed in that country? Is demons and... I don't know. Well, thieves? I mean, I know there's... Uh, all religions have their demons, but I, I don't know. Like, mm. I don't know the customs well enough to answer that. Yeah, yeah. I think there's something about masks. No, oh, you're probably right. You're probably right. That sounds right. I, think. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. I don't know. Um, all right, so we talk about The Fiend, and, I mean, of course we get Rollins bitching about him at the opening, so obviously we had to open up our talk about Raw with that. Um, right, right. So what stands out to me? Going back to your really original question, man, we are going sidetracked on you, everything this week. That's, I blame you. All right. You're I'm basically gonna, a I'm dog. Gonna, I'm going to wrap the whole show up real quick. Squirrel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Outside of, <laughs> we had what? Two ladies matches and an interview with Becky. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. 
the two ladies matches, meh. meh the interview with fine. Becky, meh. Mm. But it's Becky Lynch, and Becky, I love you. Mm, I know you um, do. You know you do. Yeah, we had uh, Gable and Corbin meet again. Corbin uh, hits him with the scepter. Meh. It was all right. Mm. Rusev beat EC3 in a, basically a squad match. It was at least uh, nice I to see it, them both again. Yeah, I, was, I called it the Battle of the Bodies. Rusev at the end just says, sorry, EC3, wrong place, wrong time kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was kind of funny. You got EC3, who's supposed to be the egomaniac, and then you have porn star Rusev with the mustache. Um, what I took away from this is they had a fatal five-way so that they could put a face on uh, Raw next week for their season opener. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be Rey Mysterio. Yeah, that was. I'm not going to lie. That was surprising. So, okay, so that's fine, I guess. Rey Mysterio and Seth Rollins can put on a good show. I'll give them that. Um, I loved seeing the Viking Raiders versus the OC. I hope they build this in a slow burn to a good program between the two. Agreed, but they won't. They'll do it at something at Hell in a Cell, and then they'll never do it again. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then and then to cap it all off, we had a belt change. We did, and a belt change I think we all saw coming. Yeah. You know, we all knew it was going to happen at some point, but... Uh, I'm going to let you talk about it because you are much more of a fan of the horse face killer than I am. Uh, I, I am. I am. The horse face killer herself, Carmella, took Car- down... <laughs> Carmella took down R-Truth, her partner in crime, and took the 24-7 belt from him because she said she was done, she was hated running, she was so tired, and then she just takes it from him, pins him, all right, and then our truth was good with it, and then they run off together in the sunset, piggyback well, I mean, ride style. I mean, and you can ask Corey Graves about this. He's probably good with any woman grabbing his junk and rolling him up. That's probably true. That's probably true. Plus, I think this is a way to do something a little bit different with the belt, have it be Carmella, but you still have the reason that this belt is still good, which is our truth be involved mm-hmm. in it you know he's still involved in it plus now i think you uh, one of the things i like about the 24 7 belt is the randomness of the people who are trying to go for it you know you have people like did jinder you, mahal and no way jose just randomly show up and decide to want it did you see what mojo put up no i did not see that so on twitter mojo puts up a, a cutscene of him and then no way jose behind him mm-hmm. you know silly running behind our truth and he goes caption this yeah <laughs> yeah that uh, sounds perfect that sounds perfect i hope I we get a few females that'll show up into the mix of this stuff you know like just just right, so in the, the mix of trying so to take far, it mm-hmm. chaser so far sarah logan dana brooke um i think there was a Liv morgan in there and i forgot who the fourth one was mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. maybe naomi Those are the, i think the i think you're right i believe it was a naomi that was in there yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So those are your runners. So that's who doesn't have a program or doesn't even have anything on a C card right now. Right. Right. Yeah. So, but now that truth does not have the belt. Where does that leave Drake? I don't know. I don't know. Is he going to be able to uh, piece together his broken marriage? Um, I'm kind of hoping he takes the Drake Maverick character to NXT, where he can compete against the likes of like a Leo Rush. Hmm. Hmm. He's always you see what good. I'm yeah, no, a little Johnny I, Gargano. I like it. Bag. I like it. I like it. That could that could definitely work. That could definitely work. 
Because, um, like I said, they're, they're still keeping 205 live right now. Uh, I've tried to look ahead. Like, they're still keeping it its own separate Tuesday show. Um, but I'm not sure where they're going to go with it. I think, like you said, they're just going to end up rolling it into NXT because I think it just makes more sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually, one way or the other, that's where it's going. Um, so, But unless you have anything you want to add, that's pretty much the whole episode of Raw. No, that's pretty much the whole episode. I think the fi- the Fatal Five Way I think was good. Like I said, I'm a little surprised Mysterio won it. Like you knew AJ Styles wasn't. You knew that Shinsuke Nakamura wasn't. They weren't going to do a belt belt thing again. So um, who are you going to give it to, Rude? I, I mean, they've been pushing still... some Rude stuff, but I guess he's got a belt too. So he's got the tag team belt. Maybe a yeah. Ricochet. You give another Ricochet push. He's always good I, on TV. I would have given it to Ricochet. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. So, anyway, no harm, no foul. Um, I would have liked to have seen Cedric in uh, Cedric the Entertainer, Cedric Alexander come in as a run-in. Ooh, that'd be a good one. Yeah, that would be a fun match. I think Cedric and uh, Seth could have a good match in a ring. I don't want to see a whole program, but a, a match here a that match. would be nice. Exactly, a match. All right. Mm-hmm. So, next week. Big premiere week for uh, Raw before they start week 53. Right. <laughs> so, And then we get into the first premiere Fox episode, SmackDown. But we can't talk about that until we talk about the final SmackDown show on USA. Exactly. Um, it, was, it was all right. <laughs> I yeah. didn't really enjoy I mean, I'll, I'll be honest to this. For this being their last hurrah on USA after a few years that they've been on this network now, I expected a little more. Um, it was just a normal episode of SmackDown. Exactly. You know, the opening was decent. I'm still trying to figure out. I'm getting that Rowan is trying to push the angle of he's tired of being disrespected and being a lackey. He wants people to know that he is his own person. I get that, but I think Rowan is not selling it well enough. It's not that I don't think he he can't. I just don't think he is selling it well enough. Does gotcha. that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, no, I agree. I, I don't know if the writers are making him read what they wrote for him, and it just doesn't sound like a Rowanism, but I've heard Rowan speak just, you know, in interviews and stuff, and he's he's a very good speaker, but what's coming out of his mouth during these promos does not sound like Rowan to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. But basically, he's telling us he just wants to be respected. Um, who doesn't? And then Daniel Bryan comes out and says, "Well, if you want respect, you fight me." So we get into the David and Goliath match with these two. And um, the only reason I bring it up one, it opens the show, but two, you know, they're obviously building the tag team, which is going to happen at Hell in a Cell now with. Uh, where Roman comes out and saves Brian. Yes. Uh, and they were enemies. Now you're building Roman and Brian into a makeshift tag team to go against Harper and Rowan, which I think they're going to bury, mm-hmm. um, and give Roman and Brian the win here. But, you know, w- what do you feel like? I'm happy to see Harper. I'm happy to see Rowan back. I'm happy to see him together. Uh, we've always been a big fan of Luke Harper. Yes. Uh, yes. Especially because he's a local boy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, how do you feel, man? Like, where do you see this feud? Why Why is this? Is this good? Is 
excuse me, is this good? Is this bad? Is this something you want? Is it something you're like kind of meh about? I, I mean, I, I think I think it will be a decent match. You know, the the Brian Roman versus Harper and Rowan. I, I think it'll be good. I think those four guys will work well together. I, I think it will be interesting. But after that, I agree. I think you, you, you give this win to Roman and, and Brian, and then it's, you know, I, I guess now Harper and Rowan just go off and continue to be a tag team that's not Bludgeon Brothers going against, you know, Revival and New Day and these, uh, you know, or, or are they going to just end up splitting them up? Is this just sort of giving them something to do until the draft? And when the draft happens, they split up Rowan and Harper and just give them, put one on each show. Yeah, but I don't want to split up between the two. I like them as a tag team. I think they need to stay. I think they could have really good programs against the Revival. I think you could uh, have them do brand splits where they would be fun against the the Viking Raiders, uh, mm-hmm. the, even mm-hmm. the OC. I OC, think be a yeah, lot exactly. Of fun. Exactly. Um, I, I think there is a lot of potential there to keep them together. I enjoyed them as Bludgeon Brothers, and I think I'd enjoy them together even not in that persona, just as you know, big, large, giant men wrestling, like, but I don't know, like, I know, so it, it's hard, it's hard to say what you're going to do with them, because I agree, agree that they won't win this, you know, makeshift tag team match, but then what do you do with Roman and Daniel after this as well? Like, where are they going to go? Yeah, I, see, I, I don't think that's an issue. Like, I think Roman needs a win. He's lost a lot lately, but, True. you know, Brian and Roman are big enough where they can walk away after this feud and have programs on their own. And they'll be fine. But, um, you know, we have talked about it to nauseam about how the tag team program in all of WWE sucks donkey balls. Yes, yes, donkey balls. Yeah, I think bringing back a Rowan and Harper and giving them the ability to be their own people uh, speaks volumes that maybe we're going to get a forgive the pun a revival of tag teams in wwe well i think that's smart on them because that is one of the things that AEW is pushing strong i mean aside from the fact that the young bucks are involved in all this but they're pushing strong and they've come out from the beginning from that you know that press conference they had in vegas like we are going to make AEW the best tag team wrestling you will ever see on television like and it, purposely it, going after WWE and their yeah. shitty tag team wrestling. But and it very well may be that AEW has the better tag team matches. However, if WWE is giving me a good enough product, I'm still gonna enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. I don't I don't have to drive a Porsche. I'm happy with my Toyota. Um and, and, and it's good enough. Mm-hmm. Like yes, I understand there are things better out there. That given the money, time, and attention, I would probably enjoy it as much. But I'm still very happy with what I drive. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I like all the car references we're doing on this show to somehow relate cars to wrestling. Well, I, mean, seems... I can change it over to movie references. Like, mm-hmm. I love the Batman franchise, and Michael Keaton is my favorite Batman. But Obviously. I also like Christian Bale. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought he was a really good Batman. But then, you know, here's a here's a shocker. And if you want to know more about the movie stuff listen to us on our regular podcast which is take two where we talk all about movies but um you know i thought one of the best bruce waynes was val kilmer so we're gonna we're gonna have to have some offline discussion sir anyway Mm -hmm. with that being said yes Mm -hmm. you know i'm just hoping that 
AEW has done what we all want it to do, make WWE step back, take a look, and be like, although we may be the forefront of this product, we may own the bulk of it, we can't rest on our laurels. And I love the fact that WWE is making AEW come back and be like, yeah, we have to keep challenging and fighting. Like, you know, as much as I want to be on the floor of AEW and I'm excited like all the other fans because I'm a mark, when I look at AEW as a company right now, I'm like, you're hemorrhaging money. You're making promises that I don't think you can keep. You are, you know, over-promoting your production and I'm really worried that you are going to do the same thing WCW came out where you're probably going to come out strong. You're probably going to take some of the ratings at the get go, but week after week, when the fire starts dying down, how are you going to stoke the flames back up? Exactly. Exactly. I think, I mean, I think one of the best things that AEW is doing is like you said, they are making WWE step up their game a little bit, which is what we all hoped is going to happen. And that alone is what I am excited for is because now I will have two products that I hopefully enjoy watching on a weekly basis. But, you know, the problem is AEW, you're so worried about making WWE catch up or play your ball game that you're not realizing the the game is, is different or that there's been changes in what people expect out of the the people in the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So Agreed. I just. Uh, agreed. Wow. Tan- tangent. Tangent. This tangent, is going to be the tangent. Tangent. That's going to be the title of this episode. Is tangent. Mm-hmm. Tangent. 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 Car tangents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> car deals <laughs> and something that rhymes with that. Mm-hmm. Anyway. And tangent um, meals. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, they also had a nice interview on uh, SmackDown where Michael Cole interviewed Kofi this time about his yeah, match I mean, with Brock. That's fine. I mean, he's confident. They're yeah. selling. Here's the other issue I bring up with this. Obviously, Fox wants to bring in Brock because, well, it's Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Kofi, does he lose the belt on the first show? of Fox, do you let your champion lose and then give it to Brock where every wrestling fan knows now we're not going to see the belt every until every third month? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that something you want to do, or do you let it be some kind of fuck finish and have Brock just take it at Hell in a Cell? I mean, there's two ways to look at it. There's the does Fox put up enough money to make it so that they can get whatever they want. And if they want more Brock on TV, they say Brock gets the belt, Brock comes back on almost a weekly basis because we're going to pay him to make sure he does. Or is it more of the overall picture of we're going to have a lot of eyes on this new Fox SmackDown. We're going to have this finish that's going to be a little crummy so that, hey, this weekend you can go and watch Hell in a Cell right now and see how this is really going to end. Well, I think if Fox, because let's be honest, Fox likes wrestling because it's that instant viewer reaction. So I think letting Kofi win or, and I'll get into this a little bit more, or some sort of other finish allows your fans to have controversy, which draws attention to the product. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. So what I'm thinking is this. What I'm thinking is this, buddy. 
Opening night of SmackDown, the match between Lesnar and Kofi. Lesnar is literally destroying Kofi. Then we get a run-in. Who do you think that would be? I mean, Who do you think would draw attention where people would be like, did you hear what happened on SmackDown? Did you see what Brock Lesnar had to do? Or what happened to Lesnar? Or what happened to Kofi? Are you thinking a Goldberg run-in again? No, God. God, no. Mm-hmm. God, no. They won't let Goldberg out. out. Uh, <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Undertaker? Undertaker would be good, but I think if you do Undertaker... That's the match you want. But then you're taking Undertaker away from a Fiend Rollins run-in as well. Uh, what if you do a double run-in where it's the Undertaker runs in and takes out Lesnar, then the Fiend comes in and takes out Undertaker? That's something. That is something. I'm just saying, Fox has the the money and the leverage right now to put that on them. So I think we can go a little bigger into storylines. And it doesn't have to be a legend. It could be somebody else. Um, where's Bobby Lashley been lately? Bobby Lashley, want I know, has been all that? over Washington, D.C. news uh, promoting SmackDown. But I haven't seen him on have TV. Have you seen him on TV? Nope. Maybe no. he does a run-in. Is that what we're going to promote? Two behemoths in the ring? Right. I don't know if I necessarily want to see that match, but, they right. both, you know, Vince seems real high on Lashley. So, I, I mean, I, I, see, this is what I'm looking at. Like, Fox has the talent to push this to a, 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 a level of selling the product. Well, and that's the thing. It, you We have to figure out, and I don't think we'll know this until one or two episodes into SmackDown. But is SmackDown on Fox going to be about promoting SmackDown on Fox and you need to watch every week and watch us? Or is it going to be about promoting WWE as a whole and you need to watch pay-per-views and you need to check out Raw and you need to do all these things? Because if SmackDown is all about SmackDown because it's Fox's money and they can do what they want, you know, they say basically, no, we don't, you know, you'll have pay-per-views and all that. That's fine. But we want to make sure that every week someone has to turn into our show. Then they're going to do everything they can to make sure that big stuff happens right, on SmackDown, I, like a belt change on their very first episode. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm thinking that, but I think Fox is also smart enough to know that with the buy-in I get in these pay-per-views, that's going to draw attention more to my product. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if I sell WWE... I can sell more of my product. And if I'm selling WWE and someone like, um, you know, Seth Rollins gets to be hot again on Raw, well, let's bring him over to SmackDown so that I can get that attention over there, too. Man, there's a lot of smart talk happening in this episode. It's the tangents. It's the tangents. It's the tangents. So it's like building a car. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I do have to say, uh, your speak of run-ins, returning people, uh, people we haven't seen in a while, um, the the Kabuki Warriors showed up on SmackDown. That was interesting. Haven't seen them in forever. I was happy to see them, mm-hmm. and I was happy to see them, you know, be fire and desire. I was I, good with that. I completely agree, but I have to say, I mean, you talk about the fall of Asuka. She was the pinnacle of the women's division not that long ago. I'm going to say, and and it may sound sexist, but this isn't my view. It's what I think it is, the view of WWE, where Triple H is a much more progressive promoter 
and he understands the talent that is a you know foreign wrestler or what have you i think when you get over to wwe and you got vince mcmahon in there it's pretty much if they're not big boobed and blonde nobody's going to want to watch them which is why you have charlotte and carmella fighting together right which you know remember Vince is famous for saying, who's going to watch an Asian wrestler? Right, right. And had to be told by, I believe it was Jerry Lawler, maybe, that told him in that. I think uh, it's Jim Ross. Yeah, or Jim Ross. Or, yeah, women. Jim Ross. You're right. Jim Ross. That a lot yeah. of people are into Asian women. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I mean, <laughs> that's, I mean, that's complete foreshadowing to all this because you're absolutely right. And Asuka is a huge talent. So huge. Huge. Where the two of them should be the top of the women's division and the tag division right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you're relegated to show up matches on a random episode of SmackDown? Right, right. I don't get it. Um, and speaking of stupid women's matches, I hate, I hate to put it this way, but one, Carmella and Charlotte should not be together. No, no. There's no reason and for them to be together. I love Bailey and Banks. I'm kind of vested in Bailey. I didn't like her as the hugger, but mean Bailey, who still thinks she is a role model. And still feels like she's the nice girl, just misunderstood. Right. She's still, that she still has the, uh, the you know, blow-up things when she comes in with the waving and all that. Like, she thinks she's the, you know, a perfect person. And then you're realizing that, you know, she's got some, some evil in her. Uh, which I agree. Right. I and, like. I like. And But the flip side of it is, is like, everybody's like, oh, Banks is good. She's a heel. Blah, 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 blah. I like what they're doing with her and Beck. Don't get me wrong. But I don't know. Like, I'm not sold so much on on Sasha right now. Like, I, I want more. Like, I think there could be more heel work. Right now, I'm just seeing her in a bunch of matches where Bailey has to come save her or she cheats her way out of it. No, I agree. Of course, I'm also I seeing agree. in the last three shows between Becky and, and Banks, Becky has always had to do something in a disqualifying manner. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, mm-hmm. they're building it up where Banks is going to take the belt off of Becky. I would assume so. I assume so. So I get it, and I don't necessarily mind it, you know. Although I do love Becky Lynch, um, but you know, I, if you're going to bring Sasha back and you're going to make her the new badass leader of the lady division, then then make her a badass. Make her come out and crush people. Maybe not your champ right off the bat, but have her come out and not have a, you know squash match or, or not a squash match but a, a toe-to-toe good match with like a nikki cross and right make- right no it should be, it should be a squash match to make her look like you know the dominant strong heel she's trying to be right i just i want her to come off stronger so you know it's, it's like charlotte charlotte can be in any match and and because she's charlotte flair and she gets to have the arrogance and the attitude she just comes off as a strong wrestler. Exactly. Exactly. Whether you like her or not, like I'm not a big fan of hers in the ring. No. There are times are. where she has shown brilliance. But, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I I don't know, man. I just I need more for banks. Maybe not from banks, but for banks. Like I don't know if they're telling the story of her triumph and comeback as a straight heel, uh, the way. I feel it would be better served. And and the way I think it would be a better storyline. You're right. Like, just more entertaining than just, oh, she's coming back. Like, and she's mad at people. Like, that's pretty yeah. much all I get now. Speaking of squash matches, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, within mm-hmm. SmackDown, we had 
Gable and Canellis. I'm tired of Canellis. I'm tired of, you know, the oh, poor me, sad sack, and Maria coming out and doing all this really weird, crazy shit with the baby stuff. Let it go. The story's not working. No. Kill it. No. Just be it's, done. It's not. And and I think, I think you will have some backlash from people that will watch SmackDown. And if they still continue on with this baby storyline, are going to be like, well, this is why wrestling is stupid. Right. You know, and, and you, you know, don't want the other one, the other one I want to throw in that is, although I like the new day and I actually found the comedy of the B team. Good. That match was useless. 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 Why would you put that match on your last show on USA? Why is that your goodbye show? Because mm-hmm. when people go back and be like, what did they go into, you know, Fox when they show that and you see that match, it's like, well, how is this a good representation of the show? No, no, it's not. It's not at so all. I'm, I'm not the only thing I think that saved the show, and uh, I know you're going to agree with me because uh, a mark as I am, um, KO. Yes, Kevin Kevin Owens, as he often does in most times, saved the show. Like you said, made it made it end on a good note. And if one thing I think is uh, made a solid fact by how SmackDown ended for their last USA show is uh, fuck Shane McMahon and get him off of our television. Yeah, God, I hope this is it. Oh, please, God, I hope this is it. Fuck you, Shane McMahon. I'm tired of you as a wrestler. I don't care. Like, when you were the, the manager or whatever you were for SmackDown, that was fine. You're annoying here and there, but I didn't have to see you in the ring. I didn't mm. have to have the best in the world. Yeah, yeah. No. I didn't have to have all that stupid shit. I didn't have to see you in the ring. I don't have to see you mercs miss calls i don't have to see any of that shit anymore get out of my ring yeah let the but, talent be the talent you yep. just be the the owner yep preach on brother preach on oh. i mean i really 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 hope that this career for career match is exactly that and that ko demolishes him and shane is done and he just doesn't come back just do behind the scenes stuff do some more stuff there you want to Maybe show up, you know, you can go maybe during the draft, he goes over to Raw and becomes the manager there. I don't know. I don't care. Just I don't want him continuing to wrestle and making good wrestlers look bad because he's bad. Yeah, I, I'm, I, just, I can't do it. No. I can't. No, like, I need you to go the fuck away forever. Right. You, If you were trying to portray... A look of realism, which I think is one of the things that SmackDown has talked about doing with Fox, is to make it a little more real. In a real world, Shane McMahon would not beat any of the wrestlers on their roster. Any of them. What you're telling me is that the guy that is running the books is better than the talent you're hiring? Exactly. Exactly. That makes no sense whatsoever, and there's no reason it should make sense. So stop it. Just, just stop it. Right. I'm, stop it. I'm done. But, um, I, and I will say, I mean, there's only one match we didn't talk about SmackDown. Uh, my favorite match of that night, the Nakamura Lee match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Great show. I loved it. I'd love to see a little bit more between the two of them, but I'm afraid uh, Nakamura is a placeholder so that Miz can get that belt again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No harm, no foul. No harm, no I'm, foul. I'm a big Miz fan. Yeah, so. we both are. We both so, are. Speaking of fans mm-hmm. and shows that kept my interest, mm-hmm. uh, NXT this week. NXT was amazing, and it started off with, I think, my match of the entire week 
which is Keith Lee versus Dominic Dutrovich. Jakovic. Really? You're so I like I like the rivalry. Yes. I like both of their talents. Yes. But the two of them in the ring together was spot hold. Spot hold. You know, I I wanted to see more. I wanted it to I guess what I'm saying is I wanted it to flow better. I, I can get what you're saying. I can get what you're saying. I think it's just watching those two men in a ring who should you like not, looking at men in a ring. I like looking at men in a ring. We all do. That's why we do this show. Um, I I can't emphasize enough the fact that those two builds should not be able to do what they do in a wrestling. Oh, ring. I agree. <laughs> Like, I agree. And while I, while there is nothing them, about dude. my cardio that should be the same, someone like Keith Lee being as agile as he is gives me hope that there's hope for all fat guys to at some point get in shape well, no. and be better. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. But this is my point. Like To watch them do those amazing moves that they both do at their size and weight is incredible. The problem is, Where's the, the the transition between the two? Uh, who cares? It's amazing, and I love uh, it. And you just accept I it. I care. No. I want the story no. in the ring. I don't just want to see spots. And I think that's why you know AEW might be a little hectic for me because just watching the matches, I can see, yeah, that was a great move. That was great, but you know AEW kind of has the same issue. Every oh no, now they're and then they completely tell a great story in the ring. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. You know, I'm going to say my favorite match was the Matt Riddle and uh, Killian Dane street fight. That was very, very good. I mean, the strength of Matt Riddle just in general is ridiculous. And how he won that match and the fact that he won. Now, they're showing, you know, next week on NXT for their two-hour premiere of the first episode of Wednesday Night Wars. Matt Riddle versus Cole for the belt is going to be great. Like, I'm, uh, obviously, it's going to be an amazing match. Yeah, I'm, I'm in it. I mean, the only thing that rivaled that one for me was obviously the main event, where it was Kushida and Brazongo, oh, uh, Brazongo. wrestling Imperium. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was one. I was so glad that they had Brazongo because I mean, we love them. There's no doubt about yes, that. Um, we do. We love them and. I, I'm really loving Imperium. Like, I just love sort of their style, their whole persona. Like, I love the attitude they kind of have. And that they're making them something without as well. Like, I think that's good. Yeah, I I kind of like the whole... I kind of get like a Nexus vibe. Yes. More than an authority vibe out yes. of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. So I kind of like that. And then you end um, it with, you know, the uh, Kushida and Brizango winning and then Kushida running up the ramp and getting, you know, uh, kicked in the face by Walter, who surprises him up there. Like, that's perfect. That's beautiful. That's what you yeah, want. That's the way it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know who I did not enjoy, though, on NXT, because I never enjoyed her in the first place, is the wonderful return of Dakota Kai, as if we've all been missing her from our television. And I have not. I did not like her before, and I still don't like her. No, I, I, I'm, I'm happy she, she came back from the ACL injury. That's mm-hmm. a big one, and it's hard to come back from. But um, I just it, this match in and of itself reminded me of why I wasn't a big fan before. I don't need to see somebody kick somebody 29 times. No, no. You know, I don't, and I don't want to see it be spotty when they do it. 
Yes. Like, I want nice, clean kicks. Um, I kind of liked, uh, what was her name? Uh, Tanara. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. uh I kind of liked her in the fact that I haven't seen her a lot. Yes. So it, it was neat kind of seeing a new face, and I was like, oh, kind of remember her yeah yeah she um, was big in the the may young classic and stuff like that and she's done yeah. a few spots here and there and, and and i think she's good but there is if if you're bringing on this you know return of dakota kai like it's something amazing there is no reason that in this match uh that the quote-unquote newcomer uh you know tanaya is looks better in the ring than dakota kai is supposed to and that's what happened in my opinion I agree. She did, she did look better, and but we knew Dakota Kai was going to get the pin. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. we knew. So I, I know, like I'm, I'm like you. Next week, I'm probably leaning towards NXT because they gave me those two weeks to build the story into what's coming. Yep, yep. But, um, you know, I I was hoping like AEW promos. I love the fact that AEW has bought time during the. NXT shows. Oh on, yeah, uh, that's great. Yeah, that's great on USA Network, and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna be here next week." Mm-hmm. I, I like all, all that, but it's like, what matches? What am I gonna get? What you, what should I expect? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is, are you just gonna? I, I honestly think AEW is gonna come out and thump their chest, and they're gonna be like, "Hey, we're the new kids on the block, and you've been waiting for us." Well, here we are. Oh, by the way, here's a match. Well, and, and I think what you have, too, is, and, and, and I mean, it's, it's the nature of the beast because it's already, NXT's already an established product, but the matches they have announced, you know, that Wednesday episode of Riddle versus Cole, Shayna Baszler versus Candice LeRae, and Undisputed Era versus Street Profits, you know all three of those matches are going to be amazing matches. Because the Profits want that smoke. Yeah, Profits want that smoke, yo. And so I, want that smoke. I think that, I mean, maybe siding on you, I'm, I'm definitely going to watch AEW, but I think my main focus for that day or for that night is going to be NXT and then probably watch AEW, you know, I say the next day, but it'll probably be immediately after and I'll stay up till midnight. But I, You know, I'm good with it. I'm going to obviously watch both. It's just probably what's going to happen is... I'm going to split screen it and see which one holds my interest more. Mm-hmm. And then I will use the other one for commercial filler. So when do we get to the point where we just buy two televisions and have them both going with both shows and then just do the volume back and forth? I don't have to do that. I have one of those cool TVs where I can watch two channels at one. I get oh. the picture in picture. Well, as if the charcuterie plate, plates and tapas for Mr. Bougie Pedicure wasn't enough. Now you have uh-huh, some sort uh-huh. of weird fancy TV where you can watch a picture in picture. I've never even heard of this thing. You've never heard picture in picture. Never heard of it. This is obviously some sort of rich people thing that I just don't understand. It's some weird wizardry and <laughs> weird magic. Weird shit. magic that only fancy people can afford. <laughs> yeah, I can split screen it where uh, I get a small picture at the bottom of the screen from a different channel, but whatever's on the main channel, like the one I'm watching, I get the whole picture up there. See, that's and, that's fancy. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty bougie. See, the problem I have, and this is a known fact we've discussed on the show, is I don't have cable, so everything I watch is like via an app or via something like that. So I will be turning on like the USA show? app to watch live, and then the TNT app to watch live, and I have to go like but back. But you and already forth. have two screens. You can watch one on your TV and one on your laptop. That is true. 
That is true. God, mm. and I'm the old man who doesn't know how a computer works. I hate to. Uh, you know, yeah. when we mm-hmm. have yep. brilliant when we have brilliant tangents, it leads to cleaner thought. Cleaner thought leads to my brilliant shine through. And leads to an increased hatred I have for you and your bougie lifestyle. Well, you're welcome. You're very welcome. Um, I give you yeah, something to yeah. aspire to. Oh, yeah, we can say that, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want to mm. be me. Mm, no. Maybe your oh, son, no. he's the winner, but not you. you do. No, you want to be like my son. You uh, don't want to be my son. Well, gotcha, gotcha. No, I definitely yeah. don't want to. Definitely don't want to. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's what we got. Um, I think there's a lot of good stuff coming out of next week. I think there's a lot of good things we're going to talk about with everything that happens with AEW, with NXT, with the season premiere of the season that never ends on Raw, with a SmackDown premiere. It's going to be gangbusters. You know what, my friend? Yes. I had a realization as I listened to our show last week. Oh, you listen? I do. Oh, I do. that's good. That's good. I, I allow your putrid voice to fill my glorious oh, ear holes every man, now and then. We were having fun, and you got. Oh, and then you brought it down. Oh. Anyway, yes. Um, but listen, I realize that you always do me the service mm-hmm. of asking me a very specific question. Pretty much every week we do the show, but I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you this week. Our moment of. Mm. Hmm. 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 Our moment of. Do you have any thoughts about what you would like for our moment of? I mean, I think to me, at least in the entire uh, week, there's kind of two that stand out for kind of different reasons. I enjoy the street profits wanting to get that smoke because I, I am an, an unapologetic fan of the street profits, and for some reason I like them and all of the stuff that they do. So it's I okay, do, fam. I do kind of like it's that, fine, fam. fam. Um, but I also really liked the parts of the interview that Becky Lynch did where she just said, you know, basically F Sasha Banks. I don't care about her. The fact that she wanted, if she did a Hell in a Cell match before doesn't mean anything. She lost. Who cares? I, I want her tough. I want her thirsty. I, I, I need her, her to want to come at me because that's how I want to fight this fight. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of like that too. And, of course, I will always lean to Becky over anyone else. But, you know... What it, nah, I was going to say, what about KO calling out Shane? But, you know, we know that. That's, we know that, and we've, we've done and, that and once or twice. It. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm, I'm going to be with you. I'm going to lean more towards the Street Profits because that was a good promo. It was. It was. They're very good at it, and I, I really hope, you know, with next week, uh, them going against Undisputed, I don't see them winning. I think they're going to keep this uh, all-draped-in-gold thing going for a little while, but I... I do enjoy them, and I, I hope they give them, you know, a lot of TV time when it comes to this two hours of NXT, because I think they're good. They can do wrestle stuff in the ring, and they can do promos and make them entertaining. No, I'm with you, 100%. Mm-hmm. So let's do that. Street Profits want some of that smoke. Hi, folks. Craig here. Um, let's talk about podcasting. One of the things I think that makes T3 great is the improv nature of John and Jeff and myself discussing wrestling and our love of wrestling and wrestling on TV and all of that sort of stuff and in sort of a free-flowing, kind of unplanned uh, nature. 
And the problem with that uh, free-flowing improv nature is that sometimes things are said before they're really planned out. So for instance, our moment of, of the Street Profits on NXT discussing how they're going to beat Undisputed at the April, or sorry, the October 2nd uh, premiere on USA. Uh, promo work. I have to give Street Profits tons of credit. Not on the internet. Yeah, nowhere can it be found, and I'm not holding up this microphone to my television to get it all for you. So I do apologize that that scene is not actually here, but I guarantee that if it, uh, you'll appreciate the love for it, you'll appreciate John and I's appreciation for it. That we'll do better, but we all know we won't. That's what we do. Back to the show. Puff, puff, give. You're fucking up the rotation. <sighs> That's it, fam. That is it. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Did you get some of that smoke? Got some of that smoke, yo. Got some of, that, some of that smoke. smoke. Did you like you like my Friday reference? I did. That was nice. That was nice. I don't think a 48-year-old Caucasian male delivering that line puts any precedence or anything good behind it. No, but I think what that does prove is that age is nothing but a number. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it ain't nothing but a G thing. Ain't baby. nothing but a G thing, baby. You said it. And I think that's it, John. That is episode 93. Yeah, I think full that gives of, you a... Full of car deals and tangent meals. Um, it, was a, it was a very intelligent episode, I feel, that we had uh, with some good conversation, but also important things like what you should snack on while you watch all this new wrestling. Yeah, I think uh, we're very, very good at this. Um, not to toot my own horn, but, uh, you know, Hong Kong. Hong Kong. Car reference. Get puff, it. Puff, puff, pass. Um, oh, man. Oh, we're bad. Man. We're so bad. We need to stop. We do. <laughs> we do. So thank you for joining us again, folks. Don't forget to follow us. Have all this conversation about what you think this whole week of new wrestling and new premieres and all that stuff is going to be on at take two takedown you can email us ask any questions you want uh at triple t bag at gmail.com and don't forget to call send us a text message do something like that we will respond to you 434-602-1931 and if we get a good call we will always play it on our show especially if you ask us a good question it's much more fun than reading a letter to just put a call in here yeah do it. Yeah, do it. Do it now. And uh, to put it in a more literate way, tis but a podcast. I know. It's good, though, right? It's good. Episode 93. Thanks for joining us, people. So bougie. Go so good. Thanks for listening. Take to take. And don't forget, I love you, Bobby Rube. Bye, Bobby Rube. It's a podcast!
This has been a production of Take Two Podcasts. WTTP. 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 WTTP.